0: Welcome to the Chatting with Coach Core podcast. On the podcast, Coach Core talks to special guests about all things lifestyle, health, and fitness. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Okay. Uh, welcome back to the second episode. Um, if you listened to the first one and you've come back for this, thank you. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, um, my name is Matt. And you are listening to Chatting with Coach Cor. Um, on today's episode, we have Jacob. So what I'll do is I'll just hand over to Jacob we'll quickly, let him introduce himself, tell you a little bit about himself, and then uh, we'll, we'll get into it. So Jacob, over to you, mate.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me on here, mate. Uh, right away, yeah, my name's Jacob, and I've been a personal trainer for about six years now, coming on six years, perhaps. Uh, and before, really, I got into personal training, my background into boxing and martial arts. Started off with the martial arts from about nine years old, and then I found my true love, which was boxing. Got into that at 16, and was really competitive in that. Short career, nothing major. Only had like eight fights, but I loved every second of it. The training, uh, the fights gave me a little thrill, and um, you know I'm big into boxing this day, just like watching any major fights happening. And went on to become a PT, done that, and currently, as I stand, working at Pulse Car-Shorten. and and. Um, Currently, what I'm doing now, aside from working at Pulse, I am training to be a, a qualified England boxing coach uh, for amateur boxers. Currently, doing on to that, uh, going on to that and part sporting-wise, even though I'm not like com- competitively uh, boxing anymore, I'm trying to train for my uh, first triathlon, which I'm hoping to do if it still go ahead in July, uh, despite all this coronavirus madness going on.
0: Okay, that's it. So, are you still training at the moment for that? I am,
1: It's um, but the most really I can do, because obviously I ain't got no access to any pools. Uh, yeah. We we'll need to be allowed to go out to like an outdoor pool. And the most I'm really doing at the moment is just my running. I went cycling the other day, but it's a funny story. Now, I live in Morden, so Wimbledon's not far. So I had the plan of obviously going the route from Morden uh, into Wimbledon Common, because they've got like a nice um, outdoor woodlands and all that stuff, bit of off-road, and I thought I'd just have a cycle around there and I literally got into the town near like the Odeon at the cinema police pulled me over and the, you know they just I, I kind of expected it but they asked me like, about my business like oh where are you going now I said oh, I'm just doing it for the exercise has got a from coming up and they said where do you live I said I live in Morden Central Road gave my address and um, they said you're too far out that you're too far out so you, you need I need to be in my area I need to be in Morden to cycle and really there isn't really much lot to do but uh, that's not too bad because I've got that um, that little gadget you gave me so yeah, when yeah. I could open doors. I'm doing that. It's not the same. It's a little annoying. The only thing really I can kind of get myself through to even want to set the bike up and cycle on it is if I listen to either music or mostly podcasts. Yeah, yeah. But really at the moment I'm doing more me running. Me running I can get away with. I haven't really been pulled over for that. I could literally run for like an hour if I wanted to. Yeah. The most I've done so far is about five miles really. And I've always tried to make sure I find a route that's got relatively bit of like long uh, hills if I can, just to sort of uh, make that a nice, good stride of sprints.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now that makes sense. That's fair enough. I'm surprised that what I was the first person I've heard that's actually been sort of pulled by the police to sort of see um, where people are and what they're doing. It's it's good to to, to know that they're doing that. Obviously, um, there are people obviously taking liberties, aren't there? That people are. Um, messing around and going out and meeting up with friends and stuff like that still so um at least at least, at least people at least it's being cracked down on and people are, are um the police are policing it as such so that, that's that's good to hear at least and um because yeah, obviously the more we stay at home the more we do as um the general public and the the average joe's kind of thing staying at home and and sort of doing our best obviously the more we can limit the spread of the virus so um so that's good at least at least at least they're cracking down on stuff um at least you're still training in which is which is good um how are you finding uh your nutrition's been impacted um i know obviously at work uh you'd have a calf quite often I'm, i'm assuming that your nutrition's probably um bettered perhaps because obviously you've got less access so you're having to sort of eat what's in the house i guess i guess
1: well funny enough there is a calf down my road but unfortunately it's closed okay, so I don't yeah have, but I don't have privilege but and literally on the other side of my road there's literally a local Sainsbury's 30 seconds walk from my from my house so i go there and it's funny the first obviously like say week that we've been on lockdown and all that i go in there and we weren't even queuing at this point you could just go in and out but when you go in there, there was barely anything, like no bread, let alone no loo roll,
0: Yeah. yeah. No,
1: no red meat, no chicken, no sausages, stuff like that. But the only thing, and I'm not joking, the only thing that was still available, which I had to, to just take for myself, was the vegetarian and vegan aisle. They were not touched. So <laughs> I've gone taken like veggie steaks, veggie sausages, tofu. I was looking at, you know, like the the protein uh, intake and all that. But yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. those uh, steaks. I'll take those. So I was I was about vegetarian for a week, and then finally um, now that we've got people queuing out and all that, so they can literally get stuff in and out, I've I've started to obviously have more steak, more chicken. And uh, are you finding it
0: difficult to get into your Sainsbury's, like the local one or whatever? Are you having to queue to get into that, or what?
1: Yeah, you're queuing that. The most of the longest I've waited was literally no more than like 15 minutes. I mean, everyone in there, yeah, literally like everyone in there. Uh, like the workers and all that they're doing a great great job keeping everything in order the security there even as well and really just like the people that go in there to get the stuff they need um i don't know where would you put it they're behaving themselves you know they're
0: understanding
1: that you so know, how like,
0: how big is this sainsbury's then
1: oh god it's not big
0: it's not yes, big. It's it's big. because i've got a tesco's near me and i haven't had to queue up once to get into it like of the big tesco's I drove to the other day to go and get food and they were queuing like literally all around the car park, snaky and everything. I was like, "I, I, I'm not in that desperate need. I had like a little, a few bits still at home and I was like, I'm not, I'm not about to queue up for all of that stuff yet. Um, so I went to my little Tesco's express, um, and I went in there and, um, they was, they was open, no queue, went in, obviously they're still doing the, the, they've got, um, stickers on the floor telling you to what way to go up and down aisles and stuff. Um, and then they, they've got social distancing in there. So you can only go like, a certain amount of people in the aisle and stuff like that. Um, and I was there again this morning, but they had everything, you know, toilet paper, tur- uh, chicken, turkey, mints, um, bread, milk, everything. Like, there, you know, there wasn't a shortage of anything. Um, I guess where now everyone's probably got all the food they need that no one's needing to stock up. And then again, like you said, the supermarkets have done a good job in terms of, um not allowing people to bulk buy and stuff anymore so um you can only go and effectively get what you need at the time I guess
1: yeah I, I mean I saw a geezer try to take more milk than he needed and obviously yeah. uh, one of the staff members had gone and told him and just like you can only take like what is it uh two items yeah, of yeah. each and all that stuff and uh, he acted all like, so was like oh yes yes of course of course
0: Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah like, milk is no, is a, t- is a no. tough one I find milk's a tough one for me because obviously my little boy drinks milk. Um, he's not. He's now gone off of like baby milk and he's now on to just like cow's milk, um, but he has to drink full fat cow's milk. Um, so if you think I normally buy like you know the two pinter, uh, I think it's two, is it two pints or four? I think it's four pints actually. Normally buy four pints of milk, but he would go through like four pints of blue milk in like I want to say two days, maybe maybe two days. So. In reality, I would need to buy like two blue milks just for him for like a couple of days. And then, like, me and my wife drink the green milk. So, really, we need sort of like four milks to probably last us like nearly a week. Um, I haven't had any problems. Like, no one's actually can't buy them, but um, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit mad, isn't it? But um, it's all for the the greater good, but
1: no, it is. And um, it has been mad from like the whole get-go this kind of set off and all that and you know when we've obviously had to go lock down you know pulse and we're just like in that moment just thinking right we're going to be totally out of our comfort zones here out of our regular schedule what are we going to do and obviously for some people that's going to be in terms of obviously trainings i know obviously you had um your big big training plans for your marathon coming up yeah so yeah. i've got my on everyone else who just goes to the gym as a place of um as like a quiet time for them, if you will, a place to like, kind of as if it's their meditation for yeah. their own sanity. And now they're just thinking, I mean, I've had obviously, um, uh, like, you know, members of the gym who have my number just message me, Oh, can you kind of like, just give me something due to here? I'm doing, I'm doing me heading here. I've got dumbbells. I've got a kettlebell. What should I do with them? And, you know, you try and give them best ideas you can. Like, Oh, do you remember that thing we did in our, in my kettlebell class? Or when you went to say, uh, Tom's kettlebells class, Ashley's boxing? Uh, my boxing class, things like that. And you know, you put something together for them, and it's quite amazing how you take something away from them, how crazy people can get.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's it. I think um, whenever we get out of this, once this has all changed, we'll, I, well, I'd like to think we would all have a greater appreciation for the smaller Absolutely. things in life or, or even the bigger things in life. Um, like it was my birthday last Friday, when we recorded the last podcast, um, when I had Tom on, um, um, not Tom, sorry, George, Tom was supposed to come on yesterday, but we uh, we we've, we've need to rearrange that. But, um, I would have been third. Uh, no, 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 don't you, oh, calm down, Jake, God, calm down. Um, so, it was one of those that, um, it was one of those that was, yeah, my birthday, my parents have turned up, uh, you know, to, to sort of say happy birthday, but they're standing at the back gate, you know sort of saying happy yeah. birthday to me and stuff like that on their way to get shopping and stuff, you know, so that it was still part of their like compulsory having to go out to get like, sort of necessities sort of thing, but still being able to sort of come and say happy birthday, um, but not being able to sort of um, give your family a, a kiss and a hug and stuff like that is obviously um, more difficult, I think than, than a lot of other stuff. But when you put into perspective what other people in life have had to go through, you know, people that was, you know, um, involved in world war one, world war two, you know, all those kind of things. They didn't have the luxuries that we have sort of today. Um, you know, me and you are sat here now talking over a, a computer, looking at each other, um, having a good old chat. We're recording it to then let other people see what we're discussing and stuff like that. Tonight I'm playing virtual bingo. Um, Streamed with my entire family i don't know how this works but something that my sister found that there's a website or something you can win prizes like you would at normal bingo um i'm not really sure sort of how, how the how the whole thing works um and if obviously people want to get involved and stuff and they want to know anything then obviously drop me a message and stuff and i can sort of share share the, the link with it sort of the website that it is but um yes yeah, i'm well, go- that- yeah very very lucky you know we FaceTime you've got apps now like there's this house party app um on the mobile devices where you could log in and have a chat and play games with each other um you know I, I'm I'm not a massive gamer in terms of playing PlayStation and stuff like that but one thing I do play um probably every other night I'd, I'd say at the moment is a fortnight on PlayStation um partly because I'm quite tight and it's free so I don't have to pay for anything um and it's one of those games that you can easily log in and log out. You know, it's, if if um, I need to quickly disappear or to do something, I'm quite happy to turn it off and crack on. Um, so that's one of the ways, obviously I'm, I'm able to still communicate with people. Cause again, I can put the headphones in that I'm listening and talking to you on now, plug them into my controller and I can talk to the people that I'm playing against. You know, often my friends, I get to have a chat with again. So, um, although you might not be sat next to them or face to face, you're still able to interact with each other, which I still think is, is really important um, as opposed to just cause you're self isolated doesn't mean you have to self isolate yourself from other people. You know, you can still interact. Um, what are you? Are you still interacting with friends and stuff like that? How are you, sort of dealing with that?
1: Um, do you know what? I'm kind of a mix. Like, um, I'm sort of making the best of this isolation because I'm actually doing a lot of um, things uh, I never thought I would doing. Like, what, what am I doing? on board at the moment. I'm meditating a lot more now. I'm actually reflecting a lot as well. I'm actually like taking this time to kind of, as you said, you know, this should be a time where we can appreciate some things, the smaller things, even big things.
0: and And when you say meditating how do you how are you meditating are you following an app are you using something on the internet are you doing it all by yourself
1: no when i was 12 years old i used to go to a buddhist temple the the buddha padipa temple in wimbledon and they still do it to this day meditation classes on weekends tuesdays and thursdays evenings and i would go there and i would learn from the buddhist monks their meditation and their particular meditation that the buddha would have taught was called vipassana meditation and that is uh, translated insight so it's seeing things as they really are i won't go too much into depth with that. I'll take up this whole podcast probably um but the idea is, is obviously you're just focusing on your breathing that's all it is and that's just like considered to be like the best uh, meditation objects using so then
0: own, uh, if anybody that's actually listening and they they want to do the meditation the same way that you're doing it, or if I wanted to, um, what how would I go about meditating in that way? Obviously, at the moment I don't I do meditate and I do stuff like that because of again um, I do see great importance to that, and obviously um, it massively helps with stuff like anxiety and stuff like that. So uh, and especially sleep, you say I like to do before before bed because it massively improves sleep, but I follow an app or something that guides me through it. So if I wanted to do it the way you do it, how how would I go about that?
1: Right, so, starting with position, you can be in absolutely any position you want. You can be sitting on a chair, sitting on a beanbag. bag, you could sit cross-legged, or you can be lying like, uh, flat on your back in your bed, mm-hmm. wherever, you, wherever you seem comfortable. And all you'd have to do, first of all, is like say, the first minute, two minutes, three minutes, however long you need to, is just literally close your eyes and just breathe normally. Think whatever's in your mind, you know, but maybe you're, maybe you're anxious of something you've got to do, or maybe you're looking back at something you've done, whatever. Just take the time to actually calm yourself down of any thoughts that you've uh, got processing in your mind. And then finally, when it's sort of just like lets the, the snow settle, if you will, just actually take the time to focus on your abdomen and uh, focus on the rising and the falling of the breath. So when you breathe in, breathe in for the nose, you acknowledge it as rising. And when you breathe out gently, whether through your nose or out your mouth, you acknowledge it as falling. And that's your meditation object. That's that's your focus on just Acknowledging every breath rising and falling. And is there a
0: count? Should you be counting like breaths in for a certain amount of time, breaths out for a certain amount of time? Is there any holds of the breath?
1: There is no holds of the breath. Not what I've always been taught. And there wasn't anything of like, you know, uh, breathing in one, two, three, breathing out one, two, three, four, you just follow your breath however it takes you whether you take long breaths or short breaths you just acknowledge the pace that's what you're doing so if i obviously was breathing in deep i would i would go acknowledge it as long as it took so like rising falling and that would be obviously the pace that my breath's going so now if obviously uh, a thought comes into my mind whatever it is maybe i'm just thinking of something random could be anything i'm thinking of a cartoon or whatever i watched and you know i don't you don't, you don't beat yourself up about it like go away go away, I'm meditating. You know you, you let your mind observe it because that's all you're doing and then finally when your mind kind of makes the awareness of like oh i'm thinking you just acknowledge it as thinking 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 until it gently goes away you're not forcing it away you welcome it then you gently let it go and the same could be said for any emotion maybe obviously during this whole isolation process you're probably feeling depressed you're probably feeling lonely so in that case you're just sitting there lying there whatever and just acknowledge it as like lonely 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 depressed 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 until it goes dreaming uh, hungry whatever anything that comes you just welcome it acknowledge it until it gently goes away you're not forcing anything away you're not pushing it away because then that's just going to disrupt um your calmness your peace if you were in the moment because that's the whole idea is that you're allowing yourself to be present you're not worried about the past what's happened you're not worried about the future you're not um you know anxious or anything you're you're finding peace in the moment where you are currently which is the whole point of what meditation should obviously bring and people always ask me with that like um when i started obviously doing meditation again i've had obviously a few people ask me saying well what do you gain out of it is it just like calmness and all that stuff i said yeah you know that's like relatively the goal be more calmer person but not just say like your character but how you see things. But also I do mention, well look at the things that um that uh I've lost in meditation, so to speak. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, well, you could say as well, like, I've lost my anger, you know, I don't, you know, trip over the the tiniest things that would probably set me off. I've lost sadness, you know, the things that probably made me sad before. I don't allow myself to, you know, um be sad about. And uh, what else? Things that probably made me depressed it can be anything like how I'm feeling something makes me feel depressed, but then with obviously through meditation. You just acknowledge what it is You don't need to overcomplicate anything So I definitely think perhaps during this time of isolation because I know there's tons of people out there who are currently and unfortunately having to be isolated on their own So they're probably going to feel these things a lot and a lot and a lot and maybe for some that I've actually spoken to um, Exercise might not be the answer it's good that they're doing something because they're probably like, oh, if I'm stuck in here, I'm just going to put on some timber, you know. But that might not be just the answer for them. Their minds, you know, they could be busting out some push-ups and all that stuff in their front room, but their mind would be racing elsewhere. You know, they're not fully present to what they're supposed to be doing, you know. Uh, they could have something totally on their mind that could, you know, uh, make them lose the joy that they're supposed to be doing, you know, uh, their exercises and all that that's normally a fun part of their lives so i think really if anyone wants to take away from this definitely either, whether you want to go like on uh, an app like headspace i've used headspace before or even just like what i'm saying now um we're passing that meditation just focusing on the rising and the falling of the breath whatever comes to the mind gently let it go perhaps that can be a big 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 uh, help for you in this time
0: okay brilliant okay that's that's a that's um a lot of info um so all in right. terms of no that's good that's good that's what what, what we need to hear is it's, it's all well and good isn't it when people say oh you should meditate or what but um there are so many different types of meditation the same as yoga you know you, you go onto youtube and you type in yoga or whatever and you get this um now i'm gonna probably butcher it because i've not done yoga other than like a youtube video but like you get that vinyasa flow then there's um other other sort of types of yoga and stuff um and they're all absolutely incredible but they're all very different so it's one of those that it's you know to go and say you're going to go and do yoga to a yoga teacher um it doesn't really mean much i suppose because of there is that same discipline the same as you know um i suppose to us when somebody's that they come to us and they want to lift weights you know there are different rep ranges for different and desired goals um and you wouldn't do um only one of them you would obviously sort of what a wide spectrum you know you should be training in in all rep ranges and stuff to to get the most out of everything but um i um i go off track so in terms of um your own training and stuff that you're doing are you doing any uh resistance training any body weight training or anything like that at home at the moment
1: at the moment, really, just body weight training. I used to have resistance bands, but I gave them to a friend who wanted them because I wasn't using them as much. Because I was only really, I mean, you can remember seeing me in the gym, I was really ever using them to practice doing me pull ups, you know, because mm-hmm. I wanted to do like all, like good 10 uh, reps of pull ups. That was the goal. Got there in the end, so uh, I wasn't really using them as much anymore. So I gave them to a friend. So the most really that I've been doing in here, like in my front room, in my bedroom, and all that, I wake up in the morning and just as, Just to start feel good in the day, really. Like, I'll even meditate first, then I'll do like my groundwork, I call it. So, I'll literally do push ups, some ab exercises, and then some squats. That's it, really. And um, I'll set a challenge to myself. I'll probably think to myself, right, set the time at two minutes. How many push ups can I do? Same for like the sit ups and squats, sort of like uh, army based. uh, Because I remember years ago, we went to stay for 24 hours with the Royal Marines Uh, somewhere, it was near Fort Park. We spent 24 hours with the Royal Marines. We was doing all this stuff, like how many reps can you burst out in two minutes? And you had a partner that count how many you'd done. And then, obviously, the, the Marine dudes would just be like, right, now you've got to try and beat that. One minute rest, you've got to try and beat that now. You did 52 push-ups in two minutes. Right, I want to see you do 10 more than what you've done. And it was just, like, merely impossible. But, obviously, I really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm doing, like, those uh, same things, really, with body weights. I'm looking at YouTube videos to Okay. Yeah. kind of Banded My Horizon, never thought it existed, but this is the beauty, I guess, of obviously the internet, uh, Hindu squats, yeah they, yeah. they, like, obviously you would know them, uh, I've never ever heard of them, I've only ever really heard of, obviously, Hindu push-ups, so sometimes instead of just doing my usual push-ups and all that, I'll do, like, archers push-ups, and um, diamond push-ups, if you will, um, oh, what's that push-up called, like, you're doing a planche, is that what it's called?
0: Planche. Yeah, yeah, planche.
1: March push-up, I like those. And then, obviously, I look at the squats, single-leg squats. tried to do a, um, what do you call it, a shrimp squat.
0: You never, never heard of that? No, I never heard of it.
1: Right. The thing is, there's so
0: many different names, isn't there, for the same exercise that it's probably like either myself or some of the listeners will have heard of it as a different exercise, but you know it as in a, a shrimp squat. So what what is a shrimp squat?
1: Right, well, basically, obviously, you start off standing up straight, then you grab your foot behind you. Now, while you're holding onto your one foot, your other foot is obviously on the floor, you've got to bend down to the floor. It's like, how can I put it, like reverse um, pistol squat, in a sense.
0: Okay, so is your knee going behind you, or is your knee staying directly next to the other knee, or what?
1: Well, I'm having it go behind me because I tried doing it straight. I'm just losing my balance like crazy. So I'm having my knee behind me, sort of like holding it behind, going down, down, down. And I'm trying to get my knee to touch the floor and then push myself back up.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, <laughs> it's not my favorite. And, um, but it was just something different to try. But the Hindu, Hindu squats were crazy. I did the whole like, uh, reps for two minutes. I managed to do 73 reps of those in two minutes. But by the time I got to, like, I remember it, it was 33. My legs were already burning. Yeah. Then I was, like, slowing down from there. I reckon I could have done more. But um, it, was, it was interesting. And it was, you know, you want it to be challenging. I guess I'm in here for God knows however long.
0: Yeah, that's the idea. I don't, um, I don't see it letting up any soon. You think, what, this is um, – I think we're in exactly two weeks now, aren't we, I think?
1: Um, yeah, I've forgotten. I don't even know what day it is today, to be honest.
0: I think we're we're Saturday. I, for a second, then I thought it was Friday, but it's Saturday. Um, and I think the gym's all shut two weeks ago. Yesterday, um, and as and as us as a company, our company sort of locked us down, or we then went on to full lockdown. I think it was like Monday night, wasn't it? Effectively, um, so Tuesday will be like two weeks since we haven't been at work. I guess I guess properly. Um, the Tuesday coming. So what? What's that? Three days, say, um, or two days? But um, yeah, you kind of lose all sense of days and times, don't you? you just they all just become effectively the same. Um, but yeah,
1: um, like, I'm trying to like order, if you will, you know. So I want to wake up at a particular time because I don't, I don't really want to be wake up at like ten o'clock in in the day. Then go to bed at like one o'clock in the evening, you know, I actually want to make sure I get reasonable enough hours to sleep. I still want to maintain a good, um, uh, healthy day, healthy uh, schedule, if you will, because yeah, it yeah. does feel like my own mental health really. I, really, I can like kind of protect my mental health because I, I've looked into things, you know, uh, of obviously like the importance of sleep and obviously with nutrition as well, that comes with that. And, um, just things that make sense to me. Thinking, yeah, you know, that makes sense, and I actually feel better for it.
0: You're a um, you're a big fan of Ross Edgley, and I was uh, he took over PhD's um, Instagram page yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. And someone asked him about sleep and stuff, the importance of sleep, and um, he said something that I found it just resonated with me quite a lot. Like you think. Um, especially in our industry and the people we all sort of come into contact with obviously health and stuff like that for the majority of people is, is important. Um, if not all of us, um, you know, we either want to be healthier or we want to look a certain way. And normally, um, looking that certain way leads to better health, unless you're going, you know, um, extreme sports, you know, bodybuilding type thing in terms of getting on stage where you're going crazy, but low body fats for a reason, but not staying there. Um, but in terms of, if we're trying to be healthy sleep is one of the best things and he said something yesterday and now i can't remember exactly what he said but um basically sleep is something that we all have access to and it's free and that yeah. just that just resonated with me you think like the amount of money that people um spend on supplements um and uh, training equipment, gym memberships, all this kind of stuff. Now, I see people going and training in gyms where they're paying 170 pounds a month, uh, and with all due respect, they're training like shit. So you see on their Instagram, and you see stuff like that. Uh, even people, not that I, I try not to follow people like that on my Instagram, just because of um, I try to follow people that that inspire me and that I learn from. So in terms of, I, it's very rare that I, I follow that. But you know, when you go onto your um, I don't know the discovery page or whatever on the Instagram and you see what people are doing. Um, and it often brings up people that I know because of people that I follow, follow them. Um, and it comes up and you see people and they're apparently, you know, they're going to these expensive gyms and I won't name certain gyms, but they're going to these expensive gyms, um, and paying, you know, over a hundred pound a month and they train like absolute shit. And you haven't seen any progress in them for like a year, two years or anything like that. And you know who they are. Um, so you know that they're not making any, any progress or anything but they're
1: paying And they're they've made progress that's the funny thing
0: huh oh well, they, what they say they think they had you say
1: they well, they're saying like they've made progress and all that stuff
0: oh well i mean it's it's hard because I'm, I'm i'm judging and obviously i'm judging based on what i'm seeing because of um, a lot of the people it's you know but in reality instagram's a highlight reel so you're putting up what you you're your choosing and you're saying is, is the best it's very rare that people are putting up all the fails and the the rubbish reps and you know the the terrible pictures and stuff like that because you're, you're doing it for for a reason um, but in terms of when I'm seeing stuff on there and I'm thinking your physique hasn't changed in a year two years now they might not be wanting to change their physique or they're not lifting any more weight um, you know uh, and they might not want to lift any more weight but from stuff that I'm seeing you kind of think you have all access to all of these other ways to improve your your physical and mental health um and you're not grabbing that like you know not grabbing like like the what is it grabbing a ball by the horns or whatever you're not you're not seizing that opportunity um but you're spending all this money on stuff that actually doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things when you think actually um i mean stuff like a greens powder and i don't get me wrong they're quite cheap or whatever but it's no good eating green uh, drinking a greens powder and stuff every morning if you're avoiding fruits and vegetables during the day because of it's like it's, it doesn't make sense like you know eat your fruits and vegetables and maybe take a greens powder or take your multivitamin as well as eating your fruits and vegetables don't just go i'm not going to eat fruits and vegetables because i take a multivitamin because of it doesn't make sense um you know and it's it's one of those so when ross Esley yesterday said about sleep is free it just made me made me think a bit like actually yes often we will stay up late and watch TV. And especially now, you know, we're sat indoors. So we're actually being very, very lazy for the, for the majority of us. Now, I'm speaking obviously from myself, but um, we're not able to get out of the house and go and walk and stuff like that. So in terms of um, people like yourself, and myself, and stuff like that would we'll perhaps do over 10,000 steps a day, um, you know, that we would see on our activity track on our, on our wrist we're now probably struggling to hit anywhere near sort of 2,000, 3,000 if we're lucky perhaps. Um, So, you know, we're not doing much and then we're we're eating probably more because we're getting bored. So we're going backwards and forwards to the fridge and um, excuse me, and eating whatever we're doing less. uh, And then we're probably staying up later because we're going, Oh, I'm going to watch this on telly or I'm going to watch this. When in reality, um, we we probably want to be using this opportunity to stay nice and healthy um, and that would obviously then protect us in the long run as well. So uh, getting getting some, that that free sleep, which is incredible for for your health, probably a lot well, of avoiding.
1: Well, you you think right, especially how like I'm looking at this is I'm actually looking back and reflecting on how busy obviously our lives are when we you know we get up early, we go to work, we do like our eight hour shifts or longer. And a few of us will probably like stay behind to train clients and we go to bed late because of it, you know? So we're literally out all day. So this would actually be like a perfect time to actually take back, obviously, the hours you've put your body through so much stress. Yeah. yeah. And um,
0: so so just just to touch on that, to interrupt you there quickly, sorry. So just talk me through just a a very um, average normal day for you prior to this lockdown and then a normal day for you during lockdown say so obviously times you're getting up and stuff like that so we can just kind of get an idea of of what we're talking about
1: right so before this whole lockdown took place and all that before this all madness broke out my average day because mostly i do obviously the morning shifts at pulse and uh so if we're talking like when i do a morning shift i'll be up about either four o'clock sometimes or half four in the morning uh four o'clock if i want to like do something wherever I just want to have that time to meditate or even just literally like just sit in my bedroom and just kind of um embrace the silence if you will that's just my way of getting my day started you know before like I can allow the craziness to begin and then obviously I'll I'll leave about 20 past five get to pulse for six we open we get ready I've got my first class to teach obviously 6 35 in the morning between that I'll either do some cleaning or some inductions and then 9 got my second class of the day. And then up until uh, what was it two thirty, I'll finish. Now, generally, um, I'll either have like my first client straight after I finish my shift. So maybe say three o'clock. Sometimes two thirty, right when I finish. That'll be half hour an hour. On average, I would have about three to four clients um, in an evening, and that could spread out. You know, I might have say a two hour gap in between, and either like I'll go home. Kind of recharge if you know if I feel really up to it as well, even though there's been a lot of times I really really didn't want to, and you know this better than me, mate. You know, I'd force myself to go to a run, even if it's relatively short, but you know, something better than nothing, you know, just to still keep on that path I was taking prior to doing to this uh triathlon and then come back, uh, train like my last two clients of the evening, probably I'd finish about nine o'clock, and then I'll come home. And because like my mind's still wide awake, I have to. Uh, I'll, I'll have to really just um, kind of calm myself down really to get myself in that zone of like get ready for bed because the last thing really I want to do is get in bed and still be on my phone because that yeah. would
0: like, keep me up so what what time are you normally getting to sleep do you reckon
1: right if I'm lucky half nine that would always be really I'll be in bed at nine and I'll be on my phone for a bit maybe I'll read and then by 9.30 that's it like shut everything off know turn all the lights off and actually just like lie there until i doze off and it's like a five minute test i try and do where you know you just lie there get comfortable as possible close your eyes and if in five minutes you know i feel absolutely dozy and sleepy then you know you're supposed to be going to bed going to sleep um but the latest really and this is obviously on average if um i've just finished training my last client i get to bed like go to bed about 10 o'clock and Again, I'll just like lie there until I until I have to doze off to sleep. Yeah. Okay. So I try to. No, it's probably not enough hours, but I try to get at least something like. um On average, I probably get about six hours of sleep. I try to get seven or eight.
0: And then, what we what's a day looking like for you at the moment? Then.
1: Right. So it's looking. I've set myself to obviously get up. Sometimes six a.m. in the morning. For the mm-hmm. energized, I way. If not, I'll get myself up about seven. And I'll either run first, then come back, meditate, or I'll meditate, then go for a run. It's one of those ways. And for the day, I'm keeping my I'm actually taking this time to kind of keep my brain busy. So I'm actually download oh, I forgot this name of this app Tom tom about it. But I'm learning Spanish. I've always wanted to learn Spanish. And um I'm enjoying that. Keep uh, you know as well as you exercise your body, exercise your brain I believe. Done that uh reading more this is probably the most really i've properly read i mean there's been a lot of times i've brought books and i said oh, i'm gonna read this i'm gonna read this but due to like you know doing work in and out with clients and all that stuff uh the book's always just left there so i'm actually taking the time to actually pick it up and the book i'm actually currently reading at the moment is called and it's actually very very um appropriate i think the the time that we're in right now is no time like the present by jack cornfield I'm already in two chapters into this book, and I think it's absolutely amazing. You know, it's all about finding freedom, love, and joy, and happiness right where you are. So maybe this is something for people out there. If, um, you know, you're trying to get yourself through this isolation, maybe pick up that book, audio, or the book itself, up to you. So I'm reading more, keeping my brain busy, you know, like kind of fun quizzes, learning Spanish, still interacting with, some people, but as I said before, I'm finding a balance. I'm making time for people to let them know, hey, look, I'm here if you ever want to chat. Obviously, people that brighten my day I talk to. And a lot of times, I'm actually enjoying the solitude because I'm extremely introverted. So I actually do enjoy my own space and finding my own peace. And I could literally sit outside, watch the grass grow with a cup of tea in my hand. I'll be happy. <laughs> That's just me. So I'm finding a balance for, for both those things, uh, internal and external, but that's just how I make it work for me, really. And I, you know, I don't stay up too late. Like I said, I'll go to bed at nine o'clock. If, if I'm not you know, knackered and I feel like and I'm not feeling, you know, drizzling off to sleep and all that stuff, I will literally then probably just read for that half an hour, but then again, half nine, I'll turn everything off and just lie there if I have to until I eventually goes off to sleep.
0: Okay, cool. That's um sounds like a productive day. Bit of Spanish in there as well. I love it. Love it. You got okay. To. Okay, so what about um you? well, you. I mean obviously uh, in terms of um uh, my day prior to this, very similar to yourselves. I mean um I mean I've I've I i have i do not PT anywhere near as much as I used to, um, especially one to one PT. Um, I do online coaching type stuff um, where I program stuff for people but um i don 't do it again i don 't do as much as that as I used to just because of since becoming a dad um, just having that free time um, isn't isn 't as much as I used to so um when when we was working again yeah i 'd be up at four o'clock in the morning um, and it would pretty be get pretty much be get up get showered um, if my son got up around that kind of time i'd normally get his bottle ready and um i'd sometimes be lucky enough to give him his bottle before i had to leave um other days i'd just have to get his bottle ready leave it upstairs for my wife and then and then she'd give me his bottle in the morning and then obviously i'd I'd be at work at um, six in the morning so up at up at four at work by by six um and then i would finish at two um depending on whether my wife is is working or not um if she's not working i would normally hang around and train for an hour um and if she isn't working i would then have to rush off no sorry if she is working i would then have to rush off and go and pick my son up um from where he's being looked after while she's at work um so normally every tuesday to friday i would have to rush off and pick him up but on a monday normally i'd have the time to go and train so um and then i'd be home and then it'd ba- basically um I don't want to say dealing with him because that makes it sound like it's a chore, but um, I suppose getting to spend time with him um, and just playing and stuff until it's a case of um, bedtime. So I would basically sort of play around with him, watch a bit of TV with him, bit of CBBS, that kind of stuff. Um, we'd mess around. Um, then we'd have dinner at sort of normally five o'clock. Then it'd be like bath at six um, and then normally into bed by half six, seven. Um, and then it'd be a case of right like, now I can go downstairs and do everything that I now need to do. Um, So I do all the cooking in my house. Um, That's just something that I I choose to do. Um, I love cooking. So um, my wife doesn't do any of the cooking. I I do all that, and that's happened forever. (laughs) For as as long as, well, I think we've been together now, I think just over six years or something now. And I think she might have cooked for me twice in those six years. Um, And you think we've been living together for, I want to say, three and a half years i think um maybe longer so you know I, I, I do a lot of, i do all the cooking um and then um yeah so we cook eat wash up and then by that time it's almost like time for bed you might get to sit down for an hour um to watch a bit of tv and then it's bed um hence why i don't do so much pt or anything anymore because i don't really have the time to to program stuff for people um, and sort of give them the attention they deserve. Um, so that's yep. pretty much, a, that was a normal day prior to this. And then currently, um, it's basically get up whenever my little boy gets up. So normally that varies at the moment, but normally between 5 and 6 a.m. Um, so that's a that's a lay-in for us. Um, so <laughs> 5 or 6 a.m. we get up give him his bottle, then we sort of stay in, stay laying in bed and just playing. He's crawling around on the bed with us playing and then crawling around on the floor in his bedroom. We're just messing around. Um, go down and have breakfast at eight. Um, and then it's play again. Then normally he goes for a little nap around nine ten, Um, and he'll normally nap for about an hour. So then that gives us some time to do housework, tidy up, get stuff ready. Then it's lunch at 12. Um, Then it's carry on playing, you know, messing around. Then he sometimes he'll have another nap in the afternoon, maybe around two, three. Um, And then again, it's once he's woke up again, then it's playing and stuff again. Um, And then again, dinner at sort of five, bath at six, um, and then bed for seven. And then again, it's back to us sort of then, because I haven't got work, I don't necessarily have to worry about getting to bed early or anything. Um, So... We might stay up, watch some some Netflix. Watch, I I got Disney Plus the other day, um, so watching some Disney. Now, I've already cancelled the Disney Plus because of there's only so much Disney I think you can watch before. We've all got Disney films we like, and we've all got Disney films we probably aren't a big fan of. And I think once you've, it's only taken me a couple of days to get through the Disney films I kind of like. I think once Noah's a bit older, he'll probably sit down and enjoy watching Disney. But at the moment, um, he's not really interested. So. It's a case of watching a bit of Netflix, um, playing a bit of PlayStation and stuff before bed, Um, and then again trying to fit some training in there. So I've just changed. I've from I'm doing obviously a lot of body weight stuff and that kind of stuff, but I don't want to neglect my strength stuff. So um, I'm trying to get into some calisthenics and stuff like that because that's all I kind of have access to. Um, I don't have the ability to. I've nearly convinced my wife, or I did convince her. I didn't take much convincing, to be fair, but she was happy for me to set the squat rack up in the living room. Um, so I was, I've got, I'm lucky enough to have some sort of thick mats in the garden, um, and I went out in the garden the other day and measured them up. Bought bought the tape measure into the living room. She was like, "What are you doing? Are you bringing those mats in here?" And I was like, "Oh, I was thinking about it," and sh- she was absolutely cushy with it. So I was very lucky there. But um, I was looking at potentially bringing the squat rack into the living room, setting it all up so I could squat bench and deadlift and stuff in the living room. Um, now, I haven't done that in the end. I've actually, all I've got in the living room is the, the bench um, and some dumbbells. And then I'm doing sort of two, I'm trying to do two workouts a day at the moment. So um, I've got like a, an AM workout that's a four day workout. So I just rotate that every four days. So it's day one, day two, day three and day four. Um, and effectively day one is like, let's say bench press, Day two is rows. Day three is shoulders, uh, and day five, uh, day four is squats. And it's just one exercise, four sets, and basically as many reps as possible for each set. Because um, the weight I have, I've got, isn't really heavy enough. I've only got a set of twenty-two and a half kilo dumbbells in the living room, so um, it's a case of. I would just rep out for four sets on bench, four sets on rows, four sets on shoulders and four sets on, on squats, like a front squat, uh, holding the dumbbells on, on, on my shoulders and doing a front squat um, and just repping out. And the aim from each session would be to, to try and um, follow the principle of progressive overload to allow some kind of uh, muscular adaption, depending on like the shoulders i did this morning for example four sets of five was actually quite tough so in terms of the rep range we're there looking at building sort of strength and power aren't we more strength i say for the rep brains we're at but obviously squats chances are the reps are going to be quite high because it'll be quite quite light for me for squats and the same for bench and rows it'll probably be again we'll probably be looking at more muscular endurance for um for those exercises but it's a case of just following the principles of progressive overload for that um and then I've got a two-day workout for my PM sessions, which is either yoga or it's um, calisthenics. So the calisthenics will just be resistance band stuff um, and bodyweight stuff. And then the, the second workout, like the next day, would be yoga. And that would just be something off of YouTube. Um, there's a guy called the Bodyweight Warrior, which I follow on YouTube. I'll do some of his stretching stuff. There's also um, Inseema. I can't remember his surname, but he, he does... Um, say again?
1: Is it a smooth panther?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you pronounced his surname, then I was like, "Go on." Um, yeah, the smooth panther routine. So yeah, I I'll <laughs> do those as well. Um, and then one of the members at the gym, uh, she'd recommended doing—I um, don't know what the yoga was called. Let me look. Well, I've got my phone here. Let me look. She, um, she'd recommended some workouts or some yoga workouts to do. So I went onto YouTube, and she'd recommended them when. She found out I was doing the marathon and said to to give them a go because it'd be beneficial. Um, it's called Yin Yoga. Um, she recommended doing some of those, so I put some of those in, in my new yeah Yin Yoga. So I put some of those in my um, like watch later and like save playlists on YouTube, so then I can just follow along with those as well. She said that it was really good for your um, your joints, your ligaments, tendons, that kind of stuff. So that's something I'll be rotating. So then I've got morning workouts. I'll, well, that's, Uh, a four day routine and an evening workout as a two day routine and then it's just trying to fit those in as and where I can as well Um, but yeah it's just just trying to keep keep as busy as possible as well isn't it man and again trying to keep as healthy as possible Um, and then I I don't know if you if you saw I created a second sort of Instagram page uh, cooking with Coach Core Um, just because of nutrition and stuff at the moment can be quite I don't know if you found it yourself obviously I know you live at home when like, it's happening with me, me and my missus, we'll sit there and we go, oh, What shall we have for dinner tonight? Um, and sometimes you get into a little bit of a rut where you maybe one or two or three days you just keep eating the same things because um, you just it's easy to cook yeah. or, or, or whatever. Um, so, partly I created the YouTube, uh, the Instagram, sorry, just so that um, I could share recipes um, and different types of cooking and, and give other people ideas, but also so that then if I'm sat there one day thinking, I'll watch her late for dinner. I've got almost like a catalogue of meals that I could just go in and look at and go, I'll have that tonight. I'm going to cook that what tonight. You made? Um, and it just, yeah, it just, just gives you a different idea. So I'd, I'd advise people if they, if they haven't given it a follow or, or a check. Um, and it's not about, um, it's just about spreading and sharing different recipes um, and cooking ideas just for people to go, oh, yeah, I'll try right. that tonight. I'll, I'll do this. Um, and that was that really. Um, but yeah that's it mate um that's brilliant and then it's just yeah just trying to trying to do as much as we can i guess isn't it that's that's what it's about really i tried to build a pull-up bar in the garden but um trying to get any materials or anything like that delivered or going to the local shop to buy anything is like near on impossible so pull-ups seem to be a bit of a um a non-starter at the moment but never mind
1: i don't trust those I don't trust those pull-up bars. You know that you can hook onto your door. I reckon as soon as I pull myself up, that thing's going to break.
0: Well, I was going to—I was going to try and get one of those, but the, um, everywhere was sand delivery wasn't going to be till like mid-May. So I just thought, there's—I I won't even bother with one of those. I thought what I'd do is like get some wood, dig it into the ground in the um, in the garden, um, and try that. But um, yeah, no no stores locally were. Are open to buy wood, uh, mowers, like delivering wood. Um, I looked at buying perhaps a like a climbing frame or a, um, a swing for my little boy for the garden, and then I thought he it would double up as a swing for him. And then a, um, a pull up by yeah. that's still something I'm looking at, but I just can't find anything that's that would be suitable right now. Um, they're all like tiny little kiddies ones that probably would take about 50 kilos and then break. So, um yeah, that's a that's a non-starter at the moment as well. But the
1: most I've got for a pull-up bar, like there's a park up my road. The yeah. most I've got for a pull-up bar, is literally two-minute walk up my road. There's this park and there's rugby posts. You can just yeah. climb up that, you know, get creative.
0: Well, see, I've actually there's an outdoor gym just around the corner from me. Like literally, it has a pull-up bar, it has a dip station um like you know those little outdoor gyms that's got the cross trainer and stuff like that it's got all that sort of stuff but the issue i face is that i don't i want to limit going out as much as possible um because i don't want to bring uh, any germ i don't want i don't want to take any germs out sure. i don't want to bring any germs in um and also then i don't want to be touching other stuff like when i'm going out shopping and stuff now whether it's deemed as overkill or what you know i'm wearing a pair of gloves and stuff like that you know a pair of rubber gloves and going out and trying to be as protected as possible um because I'd rather be safe than um, than not, and then come back and oh, go, I wish I'd have done this. So uh, I'm doing that at the moment, but it's a case I don't really want to then go over the park and um, act like everything's cushy when we we sort of we know it's not. Um, so I'm just trying to limit going out. It's literally, literally, I go out once a week at the moment, um, uh, and it's literally to go to work. I'm having to go into work, do a backwash, do some stuff with a pool, um, check on the security of the building, do all that kind of stuff. Um, then people are going in other days in the week, but Monday's my day. Um yeah, and it's a case of then on the way home I go food shopping and then I, I don't leave the house unless it's I take my little man out for a little walk um just to get some fresh air. Um, but otherwise I'm I'm trying to avoid going out um just to t- just to follow the government guidelines really. But
1: um, Nah, fair enough mate. And you, you know, you got to you got a little family you've got to look after and all that. And obviously I'm at home so obviously i've got like my mum to make sure she's okay i've got a brother of course to live with so we're always looking after each other and during this time as long as we can you got to be considering us so don't be careless but one thing i actually find during this whole lockdown that we're facing you know like obviously we, we deal with this every day as personal trainers as gym goers, gym staff whatever you know, like how when we meet people who can overcomplicate their training so so much to the point that yeah. you, you think of so, this is why you're not really getting results and all that but if you think about it this whole lockdown the thing I do, you can actually so much with virtually nothing simplify simplify everything and still get like a great workout out of it be it body weight be it minimal equipment you know people always want to like um you know go around and buy like the bench presses and the dumbbells whatever even just like one dumbbell, one kettlebell, you can have a great, great workout. And there's tons of, there's free videos on YouTube you can just look on there. And that would be a, that'd be my tip for anyone out there in isolation. If you've got yourself even just one kettlebell, don't, don't matter what way it is, you know, just look on just look on YouTube and I guarantee you there's gonna be a hundred things you can follow just to get that little burst of energy you need to release with that one kettlebell you've got at home, dumbbell, whatever, or we'll look up body weight stuff, you know, it's simplistic. Very very minimal stuff, you know. You don't need to overcomplicate. And hopefully, that's something. Perhaps, you know, people who take their training, their lifestyle seriously, they can take this away from that and actually be like, "Well, this worked for me. Look what I've done to myself and gained out of it."
0: No, I totally agree with you. This is what I was saying the other day to somebody. I don't remember who I was talking to now, but I said the one thing that um, I think I said it to George perhaps on the last the last podcast. but the one thing that's going to come out of this is um, obviously everyone's going to come back to the gyms and stuff like that, but actually how easy it is to work out at home and how much you can do at home. You know, obviously the gym is an incredible environment and an important place to be, but um, in terms of, um, I think downstairs, the the equipment I've got in my living room might be about 200 pounds worth of kit or whatever. Um, but that's be- the, the bench I've got is a, um, is a, is a decent bench you, you can pick stuff up well cheap you could not even have the bench and still do the same kind of workouts but perhaps less range of motion but in terms of I've got a set of dumbbells I think mean, the dumbbells cost me 90 quid for 90 pounds you effectively can train and do every body part you want the dumbbells are light enough but then if you add a resistance band to that dumbbell as well it makes it harder you know I don't want to say you don't need gyms because obviously they are a very important part of they're very important to us because it's our income but it's also a very important part to a lot of people but you don't need the gym to get the results that you necessarily want um you can do it other ways as well so um i did you, you broke up there say that again mate
1: right, mate um Said like you can get great ideas from the gym. You know, there's people that have obviously been going to gym for years. Perhaps you know they know what they're doing. You know, people you interact with. But obviously, the staff as well. You know, staff gym gym instructors who know what they're talking about. If they, if, if you as a person that you know you're always on the road, you're always working. You know, you're a member of a gym, barely barely go to the gym. Even say if you're visiting a gym at a place you have to work. You know, you're crammed up in say an office or your hotel room for argument's say What could you do? And someone could just literally give you some ideas that you can do and still meet your goals if they'd be, you know?
0: Yeah, that's it. Well, it's, it's just it's incredible what, how creative people are getting at the moment, um, especially when you see on social media and stuff how people are doing, doing their workouts and stuff. There's a, there's a hell of a lot that can be done. So um, I'm very conscious we've been on here for quite a while now. So what I'm going to do, Jacob, is we'll end it here. But before we do... Um, i'm gonna throw you right under the bus and throw you on and sort of put you on the spot give Give the listeners uh three tips um that you think are more important now than ever um for health and fitness, so three tips
1: Three tips uh I think number one I'd have to say, still keep contact with your friends and loved ones, you know as much as you know you're in isolation just remember you're not alone so still keep contact with people that you care about keep that going i think that's important for your mental health so prior to prioritize that number one number two don't over complicate any workout if you're at home and you want to let some steam whatever it may be you know there's free access out there youtube videos you can follow stuff or even if say you and your friends you know you go to together you know meet up on like that that you know whatsapp facetime and all that push each other you know give each other tips and all that stuff and just still be you know on point with your nutrition you know as much as obviously we're probably feeling lazy right now and we're not doing much let's not get carried away and just eat everything in sight let's still you know prioritize look after our bodies and respect our bodies as they deserve. Be so
0: good man good man okay well We shall log off there. Um, Thank you very much for uh, coming on, Jacob, and and having a chat with us and um, sharing some insight. And hopefully the listeners got a lot out of that, especially stuff with meditation and stuff. Um, And we shall catch up with you soon.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on here. I really enjoyed it.
0: No worries. Brilliant. Cheers, mate.